canceled uh this is the start of cowboy bebop i have never all right let's let's get my uh guest here jake flores is in the building how you doing jake hello i'm good man i'm uh just got into town a couple hours ago uh, i'm fresh out of jail <laughs> yeah what the fuck happened yeah you were like drinking a beer or something i did uh kyle canane at this show called sticker treat where right. you uh, do you like do a famous person? You kind of do jokes as them and roast them a little bit and shit. And uh, then to complete my Kyle Canaan impression, I got arrested for drinking a beer in front of my own apartment. <laughs> uh, I had a great night, you know. Got yeah. home about like three in the morning, and I was about twenty feet from my own front door when I opened a beer I had bought, and a cop just U-turned and like jumped out. It was just like ID. And, Jesus. Uh, yeah, it was super weird because I live in a factory that's not, it's not a neighborhood. Right. It's not like kids running around. around. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like dead cats and fucking. <laughs> I saw a seagull one time. Like it was just lost. You know? <laughs> so it's really weird, but I guess it's being gentrified, so that sort of thing's happening. Right. Uh, they go, that beer's open. And I'm like, okay. And they go, uh, they run my license and they go, say, uh, you, know, you have a, a warrant for this exact same thing, for drinking a beer on my stoop. <laughs> like a year ago, same thing happened, and right. I forgot about it, because I thought they gave me a warning, but it turned into a, yeah. a warrant. And so uh, I spent 16 hours in jail, and uh, the lawyer who I was talking to, you know, who helped me through the, the court part or whatever, was like, uh, she thinks it was a sting. Like they, uh, They're ever coming to get you in yeah. particular? Yeah. Jake, just, how did you move to New York to do comedy and become a supervillain? What are you doing? I became a super petty villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's just litter and shit. Just, like, I like the idea of you like popping a beer openly and then just like rubbing your hands, <laughs> twisting yeah. your evil mustache. Yeah. She thinks because they were like just in that area, they can just look up who has warrants. Yeah, and they yeah. knew my and address. then just sit and wait on you? They knew my address and they knew I like to open the beer 20 feet before I get to my fucking front door and right. so they just like jumped on me <laughs> um, also if you have a warrant and they're in the neighborhood can't they just get you like yeah they I don't, don't have to wait for you to do another thing well I have a really tricky apartment like it's really hard to get into it even for cops which is kind of cool that was good it's like super legally weird it's like not really uh, supposed to be a thing I maybe shouldn't talk too much about that on the internet uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you, you you don't know where it is. Yeah, uh, no one knows. And if you do, you have white dreadlocks, and you're probably cool. Uh, quote, unquote, cool. You're not a cop, so I'm saying. All right. right. <laughs> uh, it's a long story, and I've got plenty of them, and you've heard them all, but I just want to drop this one part on you because I knew you would like it. Uh, there's, a, there's a part where you're like, you're all in this cell right before you talk to the judge. Right. And everyone's like, thug it out real hard and sure. shit. And uh, this one guy goes, uh, and there's like a little room next to the cell like attached to it where you go talk to a lawyer through glass right and this one kid's like oh did you have to go like put your hand on the glass and talk to fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of those phones is that uh, it <laughs> oh man you're like a fucking TV show over there I love yeah, it yeah 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 she put her nipples up to the glass and shit. <laughs> really fucking weird uh, no this kid this kid went like uh, everyone everyone was thugging out really hard and like you know trying to freak people out and stuff and this, yeah. this, this short guy was like yo I got my 
bitch to post my bail. I'll be right back. And then he walked into the lawyer room, and I heard the lawyer go, so your grandmother's posted your bail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what if he actually just refers to his grandmother as his bitch? Right. Like, that's oh. how thugged he is, as yeah. he just calls his grandma's bitch. It's one of those things where it's funny, and then it's even funnier if it's the other thing. Like, it's true. You know? <laughs> Yo, that's my bitch. She's my mom's mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn, I don't have... Also, can we just talk for one second about? I think you need like you need help. <laughs> I don't. You keep getting arrested. I know, man. This is like, like of the people I know. I know some people that probably should get arrested. Yeah, drug dealers and shit. Yeah, none of them go to jail with the frequency that you end up going to jail. Yeah, dude. I, I think it's crazy. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna become like a fall guy, like somebody that goes to jail for other people for money. <laughs> they all know me and shit in there and there. Yeah, but like I feel like they only do that for prison, not jail. Like jail. No, yeah. be a petty fall guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifty bucks will spend a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. No, I just gotta pay off all these dumb misdemeanors I rack up. But it's just I'll get them at like weird times. Like I got one like the first week I moved to New York. Right. It's just like I don't have a hundred dollars right now. You're yeah, yeah. Fucking mine. I live in a subway. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, one of these days I'll grow up, Chris. <laughs> it's and it's what's what's funny is you don't do anything that we all don't do. <laughs> you just have the shittiest luck of getting arrested for all this shit. Like, yeah, and I look super white and shit. So I'm saying, like, like, I don't really that thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, well, let's fucking get into it. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Now, let's start with this. Are you an anime fan? Because you like this. You're, you uh, you came to me to do this show. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a show you've seen before, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Let me explain that. Uh, for the listeners, if you don't know, I used to live in Austin, and we hung out for years and shit. And, uh, you know, like, the, I moved right before you started this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And when you moved, I was like, fuck, because... I really wanted to do it, uh, but I, you know, I wasn't going to be in town for a long stretch of time. So right. I came up with this idea to do it all in one week. But the reason that I want to do it is because I'm not an anime fan. Okay. I might have a hair more interest than the average just pop culture person right. in, in America. Sure, but I'm not. But I discovered this show, and it's like to me, it's something that transcends all that weird anime shit and becomes like this cool uh, sort of cross thing between those two worlds right and i've met like it's the thing like you'll meet enough people who go like oh fuck i've seen that thing yeah yeah, yeah. I now like i watched anime. this show I, i've seen this show once 15 years ago yeah uh i remember nothing sure like i'm starting to get little bits and pieces like you know i'm i'm seven or eight episodes into the rewatch so like i'm starting to go oh i kind of remember the dog or whatever and we'll get yeah, into yeah. it but the stories are fucking brand new to me because I don't remember any of this well, shit we'll so I'm really that. enjoying watching it cool that's good I, the reason I wanted to do it with you specifically is because I feel like we have a history of like you're a little bit cooler than me so <laughs> I will sometimes be able to pull you into nerdy shit true like, you got me into magic right that was a fight <laughs> that was a fight it <laughs> took some it took a lot of drinking <laughs> resisted for a long time it was man but the thing about nerdy shit like that is, is like I have the same instinct where I'm like right. what the what is this? I got into this show the same way. My yeah, brother's yeah, yeah. way dorkier than me, and I was watching him watch it, and it was like pacing around, like, what the fuck? Can we watch something else? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. at one point, I just sat down, and then it just tipped. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, what's that guy's name? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And something popped out at me, which we'll get into way later or whatever. 
But you don't watch. But you're not like you. This is. Are there other animes that you like hold on the same level? Are you a? There are a few, but they're also the ones that the like adult swimmy type of weirdos will okay. kind of get into. Like yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not across the board. Most of it is. You don't have those wall scrolls and fucking <laughs> like dragon shirts that I yeah, picture every yeah. time I imagine a fucking like an anime person. There was an anime store at the mall that uh-huh. they, where I grew up, upstate New York. That was like. Like it was like the people that the the nerds at the comic book store would bully <laughs> would hang out at the anime store. They were the saddest group of like they had neck beards before uh-huh. that was a thing. They were somehow like yeah, yeah. proto nerds. Like yeah, they had like, they had neck beards, but they didn't have the face just growing on the regular part of their face. Yet. Yeah, Still yeah, young. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fedoras, lots uh, of fedora in like. Wallet chains wait like like before wallet chains and then after wallet chains. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. was that period where they were cool and they missed that, but they got either side of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and those flame shirts, flame shirts for sure. Just came and with drink you know. and, yeah, yeah. and then drinking like those weird Japanese yogurt drinks that come in like the plastic little two <laughs> yeah. bottles that you have to like cut the top off of. They were just yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So I, I was immediately like pushed away from being those people by anime right. <laughs> and i would go in that store sometimes they sold kung fu movies and i'm a big kung fu movie nerd so i would go in there and just see those people and be like i don't know whatever you like i'm not gonna like <laughs> yeah, yeah uh that's why i'm so into this show is because i'm like oh wait people need to know because everyone has that instinct and it's sure. you, you have to convince people like to sit yeah, down yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Kind of and give this, this a chance and like they should well like like this first episode, I feel like this show grabs you immediately because that theme song is so goddamn cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I wish all jazz sounded like that, yeah, yeah. but no, it never does. Like, uh, it like jazz, like it all. This is like how you know jazz always just sounds like someone threw a band on the stairs. Uh-huh. Like it's just the accidental noises. But this is like it's so fucking cool. That immediately I'm like, all right, I gotta see where this fucking show goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that song to be like the my alarm clock wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Fly out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start with the intro. The intro. That song is awesome, and also the pop art shit that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff for sure. So Adult Swim picked up this show when they first started, and they played it ad nauseum just on repeat. It's the most repeated thing that's ever been on Adult Swim because there were. Like film nerds and shit, they were mad into it. Right. And if you notice, a lot of the stuff that came out of those studios in subsequent years, namely the Venture Brothers and Archer. Oh, very similar. Yeah, they yeah. They yeah, off yeah, that yeah. intro because it was so cool. Yeah, for and sure. They made it their own or whatever, but that's totally where that came from. Oh, 100%. Um, and also with this episode right before the credits is that weird fucking montage that doesn't pay off. It pays off like five or six episodes. From now. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, that first set, like, it starts with that weird, it's like the flower and the blood and uh-huh. the whatever. And then that is not touched on again for, like, five episodes. Yeah. Uh, so two things about that. One, the first thing is, uh, that drove me crazy the first time I watched it because I have a bad habit of, like, looking at my phone or getting too drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, I'm like, oh, did I miss something? Sure. But I, after kind of rewatching it and doing a little research... I realized that what they're doing here is they're alluding to a very specific type of noir mm. where 
the pl- you're not actually supposed to know the whole plot right. or understand it. It's just this fucking weird device where you allude to someone's past but never fully explain it. Right. One of the things that uh, a movie that did that recently was uh, I watched Inherent Vice last year. Oh yeah, and I don't know if you've seen Inherent I have Vice. Not. I I felt like a dumb person like when I was done because I right. was like hey, what the fuck just happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I read about it afterwards and the director was like oh yes we're using this noir thing where you're supposed to not know what happens and then just sort of like let it glaze over you and, and it kind of overcomes you or whatever which is cool, but you know, I wish they would put a fucking thing at the beginning to tell you. Yeah, yeah, be prepared. <laughs> You're not going to get hold of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, uh, that's, they immediately start going into this weird Spike's got a checkered past. Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, it's all, just cuts. And then that's going to keep happening for a long time. Um, the other thing is that this show, you can watch this show just as is, just as a story, and it right. holds up pretty well. Yeah. But the fucking onion-peeling next level of it is when you realize that this is, like, Tarantino level of, like, pop culture references. The guy who made it is super into film. Okay. And there's some that's lost because it's Japanese film. I don't yeah, know really about don't it, but get, it, yeah. most of it is Western shit. And uh, beyond, like, movies, it even just goes into strange, like, Western culture. So the reason I say it's Tarantino-esque uh, beyond that, also, is that it's, uh, you know, he's taken a bunch of genres and mashed them up together. Sure. Kung fu, uh, space, you know, yeah, yeah, sci-fi, yeah. western shit. Right. Jazz, just to name the main four. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's four ideas. Um, so there's all these weird little things that, like, people have figured out over the years just from, uh, you know, obsessively Zoom. watching and trying to talk to the director and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them is... First thing you see is Spike smoking this jacked up cigarette. Right. It's all smushed and shit. That happens periodically throughout the whole thing. And apparently, according to the creators, that's a reference to Dizzy Gillespie's fucked up trumpet. (laughs) Dizzy Gillespie was a fucking... um, Yeah, I I know Dizzy Gillespie is. Bebop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had this trumpet that was all smashed up and went up. Like the end of the horn went up. Right. And uh, it happened because... this is like kind of not related to the show, but this is a really it's fun, fine. It's a good story. story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was playing a show one night, and he was on a show. He was on the same show as we got to find their names. Uh, a two man like comedy act called Stump and Stumpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the past is great. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Stump and Stumpy. Stump and Stumpy. You didn't even try. And it was it wasn't blackface. It was like before blackface when it was actually black people doing that shit. Right, right, right. Stump and Stumpy, two black guys in tuxedos doing crazy pratfalls and shit. Yeah, yeah. He stomped all over his fucking trumpet. <laughs> and then he picked it up. He was like, oh, Stump and Stumpy. And then he played it, and it sounded amazing. So he just kept going. So that's like the level of reference okay. that's going on here. Gotcha. That's I don't, crazy. I, going in, I'm telling you right now, I don't know if I caught any of that shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't catch it at all. Yeah, until yeah, I yeah. got kind of nerded. I just went to an internet K-hole. Because I caught some things, and I just right. sort of went like, I wonder how much far this goes. And yeah, it's yeah, really fucking far. Fair enough. Um, secondly, I will say, uh, one, the theme song, two, I don't know other anime that looks this good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's beautifully, like, the drawing of it is beautiful, but the movement is really good. And, like, the, the camera angles, like, it, it's shot. It, like you said, guys, obviously a film yeah, fan. Yeah. Like, the way it's done looks like more like a movie than any sort of animation that I'm, I'm used to looking at. Like, it's right. just really pretty. Uh, but then the world, like, I'm trying to get the world, like, t- all right, so in this first episode, they go to Tijuana. 
Yeah. But I can't tell if it's our Tijuana or if it's some planet called fucking Tijuana. <laughs> and they reference they talk about TJ again in like another episode. Yeah. Um, so it's like obviously a place that really exists, and they're talking. You know, they're going to tacos. It's Tijuana. But then they're also flying around in spaceships and shit, so it's kind of hard to figure out what the world is in a in an interesting way. It's not like off putting. It's right. like what the fuck is going on? That's why it makes it kind of fun to watch the whole thing or like rewatch or something because it slowly kind of explains over the course of a ton of episodes, just as plot devices, why everything is the way it is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. What that was, and uh, that was Tijuana uh, on Earth. But it's weird because. Like, we discover some shit about Earth later that kind of doesn't add up with this Tijuana situation. Right. But for whatever reason, Tijuana is Tijuana. And uh, and they basically follow this guy there, which goes into... Um, yeah, so Spike and Jet are bounty hunters. Right. Um, obviously with a past. Uh, not so much in this first episode. They don't really talk about it, but in upcoming episodes, like Jet references having, like, working for the ISS or whatever. Right, or, like, right, there's, yeah. like There's, like, real... I, Jet's missing an arm, but he's got like a mechanical fucking robot arm. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we'll get that story at some point about how this fucking arm came off. Um, but it has a real. The show has like a for fans that aren't like anime fans, it might be put off. Has a real Firefly feel to it. Totally. Uh, and and you know obviously Firefly came well after this, but like that that like ragtag group of people on a spaceship. Different, right. going to a different planet every week and having an adventure, like yeah, it, it has that same vibe. The whole space western thing is like, for sure kind of you know probably coincidental or maybe one derived from the other or whatever. But. Yeah, well, I mean, this came I, this came well before Firefly. So, um, was Firefly like two thousand or something? Yeah, I mean, this was ninety eight. I think I yeah. saw this Cowboy Bebop was, and Firefly was I don't remember sometime right. after that in the two thousands. Uh, um, but yeah, and uh, to speak to that whole uh, thing about the other ragtag and shit, one of the big themes is established immediately is the first scene is they're like uh, one of them's cooking, Jet's cooking, and he's like, yeah. "What's what are you cooking? Bell peppers and beef." Yeah. And he looks at it, he's like, there's no fucking beef, beef in, in here. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, you want to make some money, we should go chase this bounty. And he's kind of like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, so these people are like living paycheck to paycheck as yeah, like, yeah. or bounty to bounty rather, as right. like weird space bounty hunters, but they're always broke. They never have any money. From what I've seen in the few episodes I've watched, and we'll get into the next episodes, and we can kind of talk about like, you know, we don't have to stay on one episode if, we, if it needs to, sure, if the conversation sure, sure. goes that way. But like, not only are they always broke, there seems to be a thing of them like at the end of the day they do all the work and they never get the money. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there's that seems to be a thing of they're like, oh fucking, we caught the guy, but we had to give him up or whatever it is. Uh, he also seems very motivated by food because like he doesn't want to go chase this top, this bounty, but then Jet's like, I hear the carnitas are the fucking bomb, and he's like, all right, do you want it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't notice that. It's very yeah, funny. yeah, and and that becomes an ongoing thing in like future episodes he's always spike is always talking about food in one way or another yeah and they're Uh, always like eating cat food and shit (laughs) (laughs) that's why this is so fun to watch when you're like 22 or something because like you're you're also doing that so it's a super sci-fi version of it yeah but i think it's funny that it's like this is the future and uh you know you can do sci-fi in one of two ways you can go to the future and be uh utopian or dystopian right. or whatever this is kind of in this weird middle ground where it's just like life is just still shit like you know they have all this new technology and stuff but it's just everyone's life is still pretty similar to where we're at right now. yeah 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 just they kind of- they do a thing they're good with the future shit in this where they they 
they tend to steer clear of like some trappings that annoy me with sci-fi. Uh, they do one in this episode, but they it's actually works, and that's fucking rare for me. And it's future drug. Oh, yeah. It's like they have to come up with some crazy new drug. It's never just like right. fucking heroin or whatever. It's yeah, never heroin. just that. Heroin would still be good. It's fine. It's still heroin, dude. It's been <laughs> yeah. heroin forever. Right. But like they have that drug in this one called Bloody Eye, yeah, and yeah. I was like. Uh, that's a weird like I don't know why would I I would never do a drug called bloody eye <laughs> particularly when you see that it's literally like a thing you have to spray into your fucking eyeball to turn your eye bloody and I'm like ugh but it gives you like superhuman strength or whatever yeah. but that being said it's such a change like it's not just a drug it's not like oh this gives you euphoria because fucking they would just do heroin this gives you like super reflexes and super strength and whatever so like it having that weird future drug kind of works more so that and like the fact that like they have to like it takes like 2 months to make one vial they say or some right, shit right. it's like the super rare thing i found it like less annoying yeah. than in most cases because normally it's always like oh have you tried glass or whatever the fuck it is and it's some <laughs> shitty blue crystal yeah. it's, like, like, it's something they're drinking in a, a battlefield earth yeah 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 exactly <laughs> some neon green drink why does it always glow like I don't, at what point at what point in the future does all our food have to become this weird color why like that... why are we, we're gonna stop eating cows right. or what chickens that's not gonna like it yeah. doesn't make any sense why would that be a good thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so they go to Tijuana to chase this bounty, and uh, from there, what happens is this whole episode is referencing Desperado. I don't know if you caught that. No, it's you ever seen Desperado? The Mexican Desperado? The, the, no, I'm thinking of fucking uh, Robert Rodriguez's Desperado. No, that's the one they're. It's re- what? Yeah. Okay, in the, what way? This guy, this guy, this guy Watanabe Shinichiro, whatever the uh, fuck his name is, yeah. is it's interesting because he's super into film and he's really into like he really gets Western film in, in uh, most regards. Right. Every once in a while, he just also thinks some random other thing is like held as high art. Right. One of those is Desperado <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but it's the the uh, the crazy guy, the bounty is. Uh, you can look at like frame to frame. There's like yeah, frame yeah, yeah. shots where it's him okay. and Antonio Banderas, and then uh, Selma Hayek is the, is the okay the, the the drug mule girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got I'm, that I thought was a good reveal too. When yeah. you find like she because she's pregnant, but then when she that bullet goes past her, like rips her shirt, and then like it's just those vials of that drug. I was like, oh, that's a that's like it's it's good storytelling. Like, yeah, they, they they had me. You know what I mean? They, yeah. You don't get that a lot in cartoons, like right, for right, the most right. part, and especially in anime where it's usually like the crystal of blah, blah, blah. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that's the other thing that I think works. Why I'm able to watch this show as much is that it doesn't have that crazy. There are moments. But, like, the, the voice acting isn't that weirdly stilted. Like, there's a thing with anime where it's like, and we go to the store now. Yes? Yes, we go. Like, it's, right, like, right, weirdly, right. De- like, and it's, it's not just the, the translation. It's the delivery. Right. There's little of that. There's a little it's, bit. It happens every once in a while. This show, <laughs> as much as I love it, has some, I have some serious issues with certain parts of it. Sure. A lot of it is when they just, I feel like we're going too fast and they did that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in one of the next episodes because right a few of those. Um but, uh, yeah, so I haven't watched Desperado in a while, uh, so I don't remember the exact sort of plot points that it was referencing. Yeah, but yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, The bar fight where they shoot that guy in the face is... Uh, uh, if we can talk about that bar fight for a second, like, 
holy shit, the violence on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I did not see coming. I'm still, I'm so removed from anime that I forget, like, it's really an adult form of it. It's not for kids. It's not for little kids in the sense that it's super fucking bloody. Uh, and this is like, they shoot that dude in the face immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just a massacre. And there's like a lot of massacres on this show. Uh, I just, I really enjoy, like, I'm, once I'm allowed, I go, oh, that's right. This is like kind of adult content. I'm fucking, yeah, that, that, that scene, that shootout in particular really set that tone, I thought, well. Yeah, totally. I'm going to get back to that in another episode because I don't want to cramp too much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, just theorizing the show into the first thing because there's a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it kind of off the bat goes, oh, okay, this is like yeah, yeah, yeah. for Western eyes. Pay like, attention, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, this is going to be like a, an action, you know, yeah. violent cowboy thing like but with real death because you know with westerns there's like sometimes there's a Patton Oswalt bit about guys just dying like yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh, but you know they get really into it and uh, that shot where like the bullet you can it follows the bullet going into that guy's fucking face yeah 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 really intense uh, that's that's fairly from death and it, and tonally it, it it shifts but it's does I mean it, it has drastic shifts in tone because right before that massacre it's those three old guys that are like obviously just comic relief and they're just like ah I dug that tunnel myself and they're like we dug that tunnel with you whatever the fuck yeah. uh, but they're like they're kind of funny guys or whatever and right. then immediately it's super fucking serious yeah uh, that's the thing this show does really well is shift tones in a way that really like throws you the other the other fucking thing that I like I think really sets the tone on this this first episode is that like it doesn't go well for anyone you know what I mean? Like yeah. the fucking, they don't get their bounty. The people they're chasing fucking get killed in space. They don't get to get to Mars to fucking live life or whatever. The gangsters don't get their drugs back. Like nobody wins. It's a fucking, like, it's not a downer. I don't feel depressed, but it's like that noirish thing of like, the hero doesn't always get the girl. Sometimes the hero just has to go eat bell peppers again. Right, yeah. And it's cool that they... Uh, th- there's part of that where it's cool that like there's a sci-fi show that's not necessarily like dystopian or utopian. It's just like kind of real... Like, you know, real realistic. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. what is that, that fucking speech from Clerks? It's, I hate that movie, but I always thought it was a good point. Where, yeah, like, yeah. The Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars because it ends on a down note. Right. Which is what real life feels like. Um... There, but uh, yeah, that they draw that from noir and also. Uh, uh, what was the second point I was going to make? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, the other the other thing I liked in this episode is like obviously the the, the action and the fight scenes are done tremendously. Uh, like, and you were saying that they. Uh, Oh, it's like fistful of dollars, right? So yeah, you'll notice like some references where uh, he's wearing the poncho from Fistful of Dollars, and uh, when Spike breaks out fighting, um, they're gonna do this a lot where they kick up the the bebop the, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like crazy. Whenever a fight breaks out, just to establish like a a tone of like the way the show's paced, right? You always know like okay, this is when some crazy shit's going down, yeah, yeah, uh, just action wise. Or whatever. Um, that comes back a lot, which is really cool. And also, the other thing was that Spike is uh, based on, like, Bruce Lee. He also has, like, some Keith Moon and some other shit going on. But uh, his... We were talking about the way the show is animated really well, uh, like, movement-wise. You can look, like, frame for frame at the fights that Spike gets into. And a lot of them are, like, frame for frame Bruce Lee fights from, you know, old kung fu movies and stuff. Right. Like, as a really... 
obvious on purpose direct reference. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say about the download thing is because uh, they they do this a lot where, where they took Desperado mm. and then Desperado ends like kind of like a western movie where like it's a uh, it's kind of hope in the end. Or, like, yeah, yeah, maybe and stuff, away or whatever. And they just like twist the knife a little bit and make it more like you know. Yeah, 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 and bummery yeah. and stuff. Where yeah, like nobody, even the cops don't. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that seems to be a theme. We'll get into episode two, um, which all right. So it, episode two gets some like they crank up the Japanesey weirdness a little bit. Yeah. Um, they get so it starts with them, and they're like they're on the ship. They need money, whatever. Like they always do. And they get like they, so there's a TV show for bounty hunters called like Big Shots or whatever. Yeah, uh, which is like this weird, almost hee haw world of like these two cowboy, like a cowboy and a cowgirl, and they're like, "All right, rustlers, there's a bad guy on the loose, and he's got a three That's the other thing is like I don't, I don't understand the currency because every one of these bounties is like three million won or three <laughs> whatever. It's like a ton of money. Uh, and they're always broke. <laughs> like, even, like, I'm assuming they must have gotten a bounty once or twice. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think it's also interesting that there's like 300,000 registered bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah. And there's like one criminal a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. All just fighting over. And then, yeah, the bounty is a bazillion oolongs. And, uh, <laughs> I, you don't know how much a can of Coke costs. There's just like no way to really like, judge together. how much that money's worth. But I think they kind of did that on purpose to where like if you – there's you know, the, you've heard this, the phrase – if you want to hear the song Don't Dissect the Bird uh-huh. it's a thing you hear in like joke writing shit a lot or whatever where like right. it's kind of better if they just create this ridiculous situation to try yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. make a feeling but like if you think about it too long this doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> the job doesn't make any uh, sense also, but then but they're also and I gotta ask this so now they're chasing a bad guy named Abdul Hakim <laughs> And I don't know if he's supposed to be black or not. So, so here's how. So he gets like they show his face initially, like and he's just gotten like plastic surgery, and they get a message from some guy they know who's like, I know what he looks like after his surgery or whatever. Uh, but when they they show the actual guy, like he's like on the planet, he stole some shit or whatever, he's on the run. Uh, he's got like an afro, and his skin is like grayish. It's, not, it's I think it's both, like it's hard to. He doesn't look brown. Yeah, he's got like, this grayish tone to his skin. Right. Well, I know for a fact that he's supposed to be black <laughs> because uh, for two reasons. One is that he's uh, he's based on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Um, from Game yeah. of Death, uh-huh. you can tell just from the fighting. It's like super obvious. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, um, um, and this is part of like. The way that the show kind of introduces like future technology in a really subtle way is like they they don't you know have an episode where they're like oh my god the whole episode explains that you can do race reassignment surgery it's yeah yeah accepted as a fact in this episode right uh the you know the bounty shows a picture of this white guy and then they find his real face they say he's had plastic surgery apparently in the future you can just have racial reassignment <laughs> surgery right down to the afro and everything right because he's an afro yeah he's an afro and like a little goatee and like yeah he's definitely black and then you were just saying something about oh yeah yeah okay so the other reason that i know he's black is that and this is really fucked up uh that when they find his file on their computer with his new face and stuff it's got a little thing that says like name age and then race and under the race one if you pause the screen and look at it it says negloid <laughs> with an l <laughs> oh 
which is like racist. That feels really, yeah. I I don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. Negloid. Yeah, and I like my brain immediately was like, oh, this is a Japanese show, so the LR thing, so it's like racism upon racism. (laughs) But also, like that's not that's just a speech impediment, not a speech impediment, but like a a thing with the language. They don't write. When they write it, they don't switch L's and R's. It's just the way they pronounce things. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, anyway, he's a you, fucking negloid, you, apparently. It's wanna, weird. If you want to hear the racist song, don't dissect the racist song. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so he's like on this, like, so they go on after him, and he there's something with animals. He gets his, he gets the, some kid steals his, like, briefcase or whatever. Right. And I like that fucking spike. Spike's a badass. We see in the first episode, like when it comes to fighting and all that shit, physically, he's a super fucking badass. Yeah, he's like a pickpocket and shit. He's a pickpocket. He's like kind of slight of handy. He's not the brightest. Like, he does some weird shit. Like, in this episode, he sees this kid and he's got this briefcase and he's like, oh, you had plastic surgery again. I know that you, Abdul Hakim. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the guy's like six. Like a, like a foot shorter than the guy you're chasing. Which would can they do that too? Can make you shorter? shorter? Which that seems crazy. Yeah, just <laughs> shaving off part of your legs. Yeah, that's like it would be fun. like I buy it if he was like just like shoes on knees, like dwarf on <laughs> like dwarf on golf or whatever. Like the kids try to run. Yeah, uh, that part doesn't make any sense. And yeah, he's kind of dumb. Like, he's just not. He's not very bright. There's another episode. We'll get into it in another episode. But there's a moment where he's like trying to break into this case. That, like, he has no idea what's inside this thing. There's, like, a vial. So he shoots it? (laughs) Anyway, we'll get to that. I think it's Um, a a good... It would be annoying if he was, like, a perfect... Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's good that he's not, like... Because he is almost, like, unbeatable badass level. Yeah. Because, like, like in the first episode, you see the guy with the bloody eye stuff, and he's, like, crazy fast, super strong, and Spike just beats the shit out of him, like... yeah. Yeah, so it's good that, like, everyone involved in the story is, like, kind of an anti-hero and super flawed. Because he's super flawed in, like, comedic senses like that, and then also in the dramatic shit. He's a crazy, fucked-up person or whatever. Sure. Uh, I think that's really cool. Also, I want to get right off the bat. This episode is called Stray Dog Strut. Yeah. Is after Stray, Stray Cat, Cat Strut. Strut. Yeah. This is... Half the episodes are named after, like, classic rock songs and shit. Right. Yeah. Also, they're called Sessions and not Episodes. Yeah. I don't know why. Jam, it's fine. It's, it's a reference to, like, Jam Sessions. Oh, uh, okay. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz, jazz shit. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, there's this whole dog motif going on in this thing, which is, like, um, you know, they're chasing this dog. By the way, Hakeem is um, supposed to be, a, like, a career... Animal kidnapper. Like <laughs> somehow that's his that's job. That's a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this weird niche crime thing he's gotten into. Um, but uh, some of the weird reference subtext stuff that's going on is that his code name is Snoop. And uh, a bunch of the chase scenes look like uh, Scooby-Doo chases. <laughs> like they're like... You know, just two dimensional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely that. Like, there's that that chase scene where he's chase, like he's chasing Spike, and Spike is chasing the dog. Yeah, and it's like very much two. And there's a, they're like on either side of this river, but like there's depth to it, but it's still two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's it's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, so they 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 he the kid steals this case. He brings it to this woman who's like a pet, a rare animal dealer, and he's like, "Oh, give me two thousand wulan or whatever." And she opens it up, and it's a corgi, which I just like because they're the goofiest looking fucking dogs. The fact that we've bred that 
<laughs> yeah, that like to, that's a real dog, it and used it's to just be a wolf. it's useless. Yeah, that used to be a wolf at some point, and like we made one that was kind of retarded that had like these little stumpy legs, and we we're like, oh, that's adorable. Let's just keep making those. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, they don't have any uh, function other than just to be be cute. fucking weird looking. Yeah, exactly. I think probably they're like used to like getting the tunnels or some shit to chase animals. Who knows? But, like, they're just fucking adorable. But that's the dog. And I very much, like, you know me. You know how much I love yeah, dogs. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, the fact that that dog is now just a reoccurring character on this show <laughs> makes me very happy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the dog's name is Ein, or at least eventually becomes named Ein. Uh, short for Einstein. All right. And he's, turns out he's a data dog. Yeah. Which like, they have yet to really explain. Yeah. Something, yeah, like, I'm sure it'll come up. But he's some like lab, like experiment dog. That's I'm assuming going to be super smart or some such thing. Um, hasn't really that so much yet. He's just kind of a dog at this point. I think like if for the next few episodes, they don't know that he's like yeah, the what he, that he's special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, but they announce it in this episode. Like they, they, the lab, they say it to the audience, but I don't think Spike and Jet know it. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. There's a lot um, of like quick, like hard to follow. Like they end up with the dog kind of out of this weird switcheroo shit. Which, uh... I also really like there's a gag that really made me laugh. So like they're chasing Abdul Hakim who's chasing the dog, but the, at the same time there's the people from the lab that made Ein, they're also trying to get the dog back. Uh and there's a point where like, okay, we'll have to use the dog whistle and they make like they transmit like a dog whistle <laughs> yeah. noise that attracts all of the dogs in this one town and so like they'll like we'll make the dog come to us. Yeah. But the one guy that at that point when they turn to the dog whistle, the guy goes like is it working? I don't hear anything. And the other guy's like, oh, it's it's super high frequency. Only animals can hear that. And then the first guy's like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I was just testing you. <laughs> like, it's such a dumb gag, but fuck, I laughed out loud. Like, I, it really made me chuckle. I wrote that in my notes, too, because it made me laugh. And it was weird, because it's like, you know, the first episode is like, gets kind of heavy and violent and shit. And then here they just go into this ridiculous, like... It really reminded me of like a an eighties like kung fu kind of comedy like Big Trouble in Little China yeah, sort of yeah. thing, uh, where they just switch shifts and just or tones entirely. But they do that throughout the show. Like right. their kind of main thing is that like they just go into a different genre every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at the same universe from different angles, angles or whatever. Uh-oh. And as, as as humorous as this episode is, and it mostly is fairly funny. I mean, there's still some fucking people getting shot in the face. I, like a duel Akeem fucks some people up, yeah. but there's like it is genuinely pretty funny and and kind of a lighter episode compared to the first one. But then there's a moment where the dog jumps out of that fucking car to escape. And like I was like, oh! like I was like, what the f- no? Like he like falls, like he's like gonna. Die. I was like, I, yeah, I freaked out. Like I legitimately freaked out. So it's like the t- it's another one of those tonal shifts, at least for me, yeah, where yeah. I was like, if they kill that fucking dog, I'm gonna be really goddamn mad. Well, how fucking like what a turn that would be if everything's all waggity schmackity, and yeah, then yeah. suddenly just a dog splatter on the sidewalk. <laughs> I, yeah, like, at first, at first, I don't fucking know. This show's weird. Like, I really, and, and it, enough that I legitimately was concerned. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I, yeah, that bothered me. I guess um, I could see how that actually would happen, because they do shift so much, but, like, yeah, that yeah. would be a really weird move. That just would be like, fucking crazy. It's not move. even, like, a human character. It's not like, well, yeah, I guess it would be... You could write a mo- like a, a a movie where a dog tragically dies. Hey, that happens. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, there's like a ton of those. Yeah, I, I can see why you're concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I was really fucking freaked out. Um, but again, like 
they get the dog. They don't get any money. So right. now they just have a dog to feed as well as themselves. <laughs> um, we still, yeah, and again, we don't really know what. There, there seems to be something special about this dog, and I'm sure it's going to come up. Uh, but at this point, he's just a fucking dog. He's just eyeing to them. He's a data dog, whatever that turns out to mean. Uh, but they don't know it, so he's just kind of stuck with it. They're just kind of stuck with this dog now. Um, and even, like, Spike didn't want the dog. He says something, like, at the end. He's like, I don't want a pet or whatever the fuck, like. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, pretty standard ending for this show. I think uh, one of the other things that I noticed oh. reference-wise was that at one point, Hakeem is dragging a coffin, which is from Django. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the old Django, Django. Yeah, for sure. Um which is it's kind of interesting that there's all this western shit going on and that this is a genre bending show because like I don't know if you know like the whole history of like west like how westerns are kind of like uh didn't Kurosawa do like samurai yeah, movies Yeah yeah for sure and the, a lot of the westerns are copies of those samurai movies Yeah and then we took those samurai movies and made this like fake western universe for right. film which right. isn't accurate to what the history the at West all was like at all yeah, i was yeah. just reading a while back that like one in four cowboys were actually black because it was just a you know it was a janitor job yeah like, yeah just, and cow like cowboy meant like actual cow herder we're right. here we're using the word to describe bounty hunters yeah 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 which was also a thing but that was like a whole other rich guy job and shit. right 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 and uh and they all drank. Uh, uh, they, all they, drank- all just, they were all drunk all the time. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't drink whiskey because, like, whiskey was like rot gut. A right. lot of it, you didn't know what was in it. Uh, and apparently, like, like champagne cocktails. Right. That was all like cow- these fucking rough tumble guys were all drinking fucking mimosas and yeah, shit. They were brunching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. So that's all kind of interesting because what you have in this show is like I don't know, like film itself is just like. A thing that constantly keeps referencing itself and then referencing itself, and then you kind of create copies of copies of copies until we just have a story that takes place in this insane new reality that is, you know, ten times removed from any actual things that ever happened or could happen or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I felt like this episode, like, it was a good episode, but it wasn't a whole lot going on other than they get I now. Like,. Uh, like the next episode, I believe is Honky Tonk Woman, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, where they introduce Faye Valentine, who you don't know at the time, but she's going to be a, a recurring character, which we get to the next episode after it. Uh, I like this episode a lot. Um, we're just starting to get like, like it, it starts weird because it starts with Faye. And it's like five minutes before Spike or Jet even show up. Like it's it's an interesting like they're just like thrusting this new character in, right? Uh, the Queen of Hearts or whatever they right, fucking call right, her. Right. She's based on Poker Alice from the Old West. Okay. Who was like uh, this old crazy lady that ran like a you know little gambling operation at her saloon or whatever. She's in Deadwood and shit. Yeah. Um, and you know the fucking people were tr- chasing her forever, trying to throw her in jail. Uh, so that they call they reference that in the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. But what we were just talking about, I want to. I wrote a note here. About yeah, yeah, this. for sure. You know, the first episode's all crazy action and murder and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The second one's kind of just campy and like, uh, like I think they even mentioned at some point, like it's for kids. Like kids can watch. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the thing about like anime is that um, in Western culture, like when animation began, 
it was for like adults. Mm. Um, you know, that's why there's all these old Looney Tunes and shit with like Hitler. And all yeah, this yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Because it would be at the movies. When you went to the movies, they would show this shit. Yeah. And like, like uh, I was just watching the doc- the uh, PBS thing about Walt Disney, the American experience on Walt Disney, which is fucking fascinating if you haven't watched it. Right. But like. Uh, they made Snow White, and it almost bankrupted Walt. It's a fascinating story. Like he yeah. went fucking insane. Like the making of that movie is a, a, a insane three year process of, of craziness. But it was made like to sh- to be fine art, and that's what what he was doing at right, the time. Right. Like it was much, very much for. And kids watched it. and They made fucking dolls or whatever. But like grown adults were moved to tears in what like <laughs> watching that movie. Like yeah. it's fucking kind of crazy. And I and I don't know if that's a thing that would happen now. Well, like if they show like, and it might just be because we're so used to it or whatever. But like if somebody made a movie like Snow White and showed it to a bunch of thirty year olds, we'd be like, okay, like I like it. It's it's good, but I'm not gonna. Who cries at a fucking cartoon, dude? I know. Or I, I, who cries? Anyway, who has emotions? <laughs> like who has feelings left? Jake Flores, losers. <laughs> uh, well, that be. I mean, I know. I've there are plenty of dorks on the internet that'll tell you how much they cried over Frozen or whatever. You know. <laughs> I, I don't know oh, to be fair, I did get choked the fuck up at uh, at up. But not even the fucking part in the beginning with the wife. Like, that was sad, but the dog shit towards the end really I mean, got me. There's dog shit? Not, yeah, dog, there's a lot of dog CGI stuff going on. dog shit? Yeah, yeah actual, though. No. It's a character? It's, 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 yeah, it's a talking <laughs> it's played, pile of dog played shit. Played by Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a movie where Gilbert Godfrey played a talking pile of dog shit. Uh, no, no, there's like a lot of dog stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. like, whatever. Well, I've uh, certainly cried at the Futurama dog episode. Sure, yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, yeah. so, let me get back to my point real quick, though, is that, yeah. um, uh, okay, so... Animation in the West when it was invented was like just for adults, and then they would play it before uh, you know movies and shit. And it wasn't necessarily like NC seventeen level shit. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't G level. It was just you just made a thing just to make it. This right before any of that was even in the conversation in America, yeah. and uh, you know kids liked it. But the, the concept of marketing shit towards kids didn't really happen until like you know after like baby boomers and shit. Right. Right. So there's this weird thing that happened in America where we decided after a while that cartoons are for kids. Mm. And uh, it, all, it all has to do with American capitalism. And like, right. you know, we figured, oh, you make your kids. Shiny, colorful shit will make kids want to buy cereal. And you can make a shit ton of money selling shit to kids because, yeah. you know, busy parents are just buy them, whatever. So that's how we ended up with this whole like uh, 80s where like um, every, you know, cartoon is just a toy, you know? Right, right, it's right. It's just like, buy the Transformer toy or whatever. Uh, and that created this huge split, and that is why I think anime is so confusing for Westerners to watch. Sure, that didn't happen in Japan. Right, it's, they're still just making it just for it. It's right, really like for and they just put it on TV, and it just is what it, what is. it is. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's why when I was watching this, I kind of had this weird thought where I was like, "What? Like, is this? Like, because the last episode so goofy, I was like, is, is this is a cartoon. Like, is this for kids? Yeah. Until." The guy pulled the ace of hearts out of face pussy. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that moment. All right, so there, there was a thing, and like, so like, there hasn't been a lot of, fe- I mean, there was a, the, the female drug mule or whatever, but like, there's not a really a huge female cast in this first couple of episodes. Yeah. And I was always expecting, because just from what I've seen, I haven't watched a lot of anime, but it's like, girls, she's got the fucking big anime eyes, right. giant tits or whatever, and it's like, Faye shows up, and she's not so much that right away. She's kind of, like, she's in an outfit or whatever, she's long legs and shit, 
and they're talking about her as this great gambler. But then the guy like starts to reach for her crotch, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then she he pulls a fucking card out of her pussy yeah. that she's clearly hiding an ace in her pussy for cheating purposes. Wait, is she? Because I always took that as he was doing like a little weird magic trick. No, I think she's. So, I think it's showing you know, that like she's cheating. Quarter in your ear. Yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Got your pussy, and then he puts a thumb through his nose. Uh, but. No, like, I thought it was that she was hiding an ace to cheat. Well, that would make sense. Because they say, like, oh, you've never lost and blah, blah, blah. Because she's cheating. That's why she's never lost. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I just assumed they pulled the fucking (laughs) out of her underwear, I guess. But, like, (laughs) it's such a, yeah, that moment was like, oh, okay, never mind. That actually makes more sense to what you're saying because he's kind of showing her, like, I know. I'm onto your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got all these debts and she's going to, he's going to make her work off this debt. I was. This episode was the first time that I was like having a little bit, and I don't know if I wasn't paying close enough attention or whatever, but like I was having a little bit of a trouble following what was going on. That's where the whole inherent vice thing comes in. There's, I've seen this episode four times. I can't fucking follow it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get the basics of it. He wants her to work at his casino to pay off this debt, and by doing so. She only has to. She, she's basically a, being a go-between between this guy who's supposed to drop off this chip. She's supposed to bring the chip back to the boss, and then her debts are going to be wiped clean. Right. Uh, she confuses Spike for that guy. Yeah. Because they dress similar, and like there's like a weird little glitch in the video that she's looking for the, the guy's face or whatever. So she right, thinks right. it's him. He's supposed to lose all his money, and then. Give her a tip, which is this last chip, and that chip's special for some reason. We'll find out later that there's a reason for it. Yeah. Um, but Spike, or also at one point, Spike eats a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't understand that. And like he's like, they're like, hey, no smoking or whatever. Or I was like, why are you smoking or whatever? And then he just fucking swallows a cigarette for no reason. And I was like, what is he, Jake Flores? And he lost a bet. Yeah. Jake Flores once ate a cigarette. On I him. once ate a cigarette. While gambling. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, while playing cards. Yeah. Well, this is based on me. Uh, yeah, I don't know what... I think they just... That's just weird Japanese humor. Like, there's no explaining. This, he has that weird, goofy look on his face and stuff. Um, yeah, so the the plot is, like, really convoluted, and, yeah, it has to do with this go-between stuff. Again, if you think about it too hard, it kind of doesn't make sense. Like, why do they need... Why does the guy have to play a whole game of... Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I'm fine with that. That's just some, like, the crow flies at midnight fucking spy exchange shit. That's fine to me. I just was, like, once they... Like, I I, I wasn't quite... I was having a hard time following once Spike, like, sort of gets involved. He's gambling, but he's losing all his money to her because he's letting her cheat him for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, I think he's supposed to be, like, flirting with her. Okay. He's, like, distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens throughout the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like... Because Jet tells him, like, don't win too much. Because, like, you've got, like, good eyes and good hands. I guess he could just win whenever he wants. He's like, don't win too much because they'll draw attention. They'll, they'll throw us out or whatever. Right. Um, That's a real thing. Yeah, of course. Count cards. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, there, was another, this, there was another moment in this episode. Like, I wrote down at one point where, like, I'm really enjoying this, but I was, I was getting anxious for some backstory. Like, I want to know about Jet's arm. I want to know whatever. And it was almost to the minute. Like, maybe two minutes later... They make a reference to uh, how Jet used to be ex special forces, whatever, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like you're, you're all right. I, I had faith that they were going to do it, yeah. but they're doing it real slow and real subtle, 
and I'm, I I like that. But I was like, I'm I'm starting to get anxious for a little more meat here. You know, right, I mean? right. Well, they slowly, you know, pace it out in a way where, like, when it finally does come to that episode or whatever, it's yeah, yeah, it's fun big. to watch. Yeah, for sure. So you have to like put it all together and stuff. And there's also some stuff uh, which I can't. I'll just reference back to when we get to later episodes. But there's lines that like don't kind of make sense until like ten episodes from now. So. Oh. Uh, like what? Uh, you know, actually, it's it's in the next episode. Oh, okay. Like well, I'll we'll Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, Faye. But Faye has a crazy backstory. And, um, yeah. So let's talk about her for a second. She's yeah. like, in the whole noir idea, she's like this femme fatale. Sure. Right? Uh, I think it's, she's threw me off a little bit just in the Japanese shit and that she's like kind of over sexualized and shit mm-hmm. that struck me as kind of dorky yeah uh, kind of it, cool though it's fine yeah. uh, they do like well and when we get to the next episode it'll be more so I feel like they start amping it up not so much in this episode but again we'll, I'll come back to it when we get to the next episode but like yeah. they, there's like there's a <clears throat> distinct feeling of them sexying her up that makes me uncomfortable yeah uh, which is like but I guess it kind of fits with just the is what it is. noir yeah. thing or whatever sure. Um. Yes. Yeah, so and she's also like a Romany, right? I it, that's another thing with anime that's weird is like I can't like I just assume they're all Japanese. Oh right, because there's this weird like sometimes they're white. Yeah, because she's a fucking gypsy. She's a Romany. She says it specifically. Uh, well, I don't know how to. T- I'm supposed to tell that by looking at her. Like she looks like all the Japanese people that are on the show. Well, have you ever met like a person who claims to be of gypsy descent in real life? <laughs> bullshitting a lot of the time. Okay, and I think she might be bullshitting here. I'm not sure, only because she doesn't just go. I'm a gypsy. She specifically says Romany, which is like what they prefer or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I bought. I bought it. Like if she was bullshitting, <laughs> right. she got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually interesting that it happens because we well, learn later about this character is that she's a huge fucking liar. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, I would. Uh, now okay. that I'm thinking well, about that, I'll keep that, that in mind. <laughs> I think I might call bullshit on her being a, a Romany or whatever. All right. um, what else happens in this episode? They have to. We find out that the chip is like a. Uh, some sort of code cracking thing. There, it, a, they do a thing on this show, which they do in all sci-fi, where it's like jargon, 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 plot device. You know what I mean? So right. like, they're like a guy made a program that hacks decimal something or other, and it's like, okay, just I can you speed it up? Like none of these words mean anything to me, so I just need to know what the, what the thing does. Oh, it cracks codes. Yeah. Got it. Uh, but essentially, this chip can crack any code, but you need a key for the code crack. It's like a key for the key, they say. Right. Um, and that's why this thing is worth so much money. So they're going to do an exchange. Uh, you give me 30 million Wulan, you, have the, you get the code or whatever. Uh, I, I got – there's a, again, with the animation and the movement that's gorgeous on the show, there's a moment where he – He's going from his ship to their ship to do this exchange, and he's like outside the ship, and he's like magnetized to the ship, and then he lets go and like bounces off into space and flips upside down to then latch onto the other ship. Yeah, I got uncomfortable. It, it was so well done. It was like watching gravity. Like, yeah, every, like, yeah, it, yeah. like I could feel like my the butterflies in my stomach. You know what I mean? Like it's that fucking level of like is good. This, in the this is one where he puts the earplugs in. I don't think so. Why would he put? Maybe. Uh... In what context? Uh, there's there's a there's an episode where he does this thing. He goes, "I'm going to do my floating trick," and he puts two earplugs in, and he's in space with no helmet on. Oh yeah, no, that's not the. No, okay, that's, that's something else. I'll get back to that. 
Um, okay, so how do they end up like with her? Because something happens where well, she's not there yet. She comes back. That's the next episode. She at the end of this episode, she steals the thirty million Wulan and takes off. Um. Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to catch up on the plot here because I know that, what happens. Fucking Jed has a bunch of money. He's won, He's, and then he yeah, can't. Yeah. He can't keep it. Right. Spike's getting kicked out of the casino. Right. Um. They have to do it. They they get the chip from her because he runs into the guy that he's supposed to be that she thinks he is. Right. They he has the chip. The guy who wants the chip is going to give him thirty million wulan for it. They're supposed to do an exchange, but they're going to the guy's going to shoot him out of the sky once he gets the money. At which oh. point, Faye shows up, latches the thirty million wulan, takes off, and fucking they blow up his ship, kill the bad guy. Uh, but again, they don't get any money. The chip's fucking gone. She's gone with their money. End episode. It's kind of a, yeah, kind of a, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, to be continued cliffhanger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I guess is a good enough place to, uh, uh, you have any references or whatever for this episode? Uh, the, the fucking casino is called Spiders on Mars, and there's just some... <laughs> is that a reference to something? I don't know. Spiders from Mars. Bowie song. Oh, okay. Spiders from Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, goodbye, moon men. Um, the show's called Honky Tonk woman and women. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's obviously about mm. a whore. <laughs> uh, she's kind of like, her. you know, she's got the whole Poker Alice thing. She's kind of uh, alluded to be kind of a prostitute throughout parts of this, but not like, not really quite literally. Mm, yeah, she yeah. just kind of like uses her sexuality or whatever. Um, no, that's pretty much it. This was like one of the episodes that if there is a huge film reference, I missed it. it. So yeah. feel free to tweet at me or whatever because I can not find anything. Speaking of which, what's your Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is Feral Jokes, like Feral Animal. Right uh, on. Uh, an anagram for my name. It's my all website, Facebook. Right. You know, so Feral Instagram. Jokes. Uh, get the album. Humors is it on iTunes. It's on iTunes. It's spelled with a U, like rumors, like Fleetwood Mac album. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's on, uh, iTunes and Spotify and everything. Check that out. Uh, I am, well, I have no idea when this is going to drop, so I'm not yeah. plugging shows, but follow me on Twitter at Chris Cubis at canceled pod is the canceled Twitter account. If you like us on iTunes, throw us a rating, throw us a review. It helps us move up on the ranking. So we would appreciate that. Uh, and we will see you next week. Word. Tattoo, the cacoon, you are a